control. New York Times headline, Bigfoot erotica becomes an issue in Virginia congressional campaign. <laughs> Hell yeah, Virginia. I don't like this. Are you familiar with Mothman erotica? Because you'll like it even less. Apparently he's got a huge dong. He's got like feathers on it. Why do you know about this? Because I know things. <laughs> Not everything, but something. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Porn. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave, Howdy. Casey, yes. and Juice. Hi. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. This week was Dave's turn. Ooh, ooh, Juice, what is this month's theme? This month, we're all about the cardboard kaiju. Oh, yeah. Big motherfucking monsters. That's really all there is to it, guys. Men in rubber suits. Hope it doesn't rain. All CGI. Badly placed eye holes. <laughs> <laughs> or eyes that don't move at all in this case. Oh, no, no. Dave, it was CGI. what did you bring for us this week? This week, I went for what I was hoping would be something very special from the studio. <laughs> really? Brought, yes. <laughs> right? From the studio that brought you Transmorphers and six fucking Sharknado films. <laughs> I brought Atlantic Rim from 2013. You sounded like one of those QVC (laughs) women that are dead inside and they're not even trying to sell the hype. It's like, you know you're going to buy this piece of shit because you're the only one awake right now and I control your wallet. So hurry up and call me. Thank you. And Dave, you learned an interesting fact about the fucking release date. So why don't you share that with us? (gasps) Yeah, Atlantic Rim is a mockbuster of Pacific Rim, which I knew about coming into this. Like, I was just a knockoff parody film. And then I checked. This was released three days before Pacific (laughs) Rim was in theaters. Yeah. So that means somebody watched, like, the trailer to Pacific Rim. It was like, (laughs) I gotta go, go, go. That happened a lot. Yeah, that's pretty much the game plan of the Asylum studio that created this they do that a lot with movies well dave before we have too much fun let's get an elevator pitch from you here's the gig we're being attacked by a giant lizard monster that just crawled out of the ocean fortunately for me i'm piloting the mech you my friend are in an f-18 trying to attack and get my back i capture the dragon hold its mouth open but you run out of missiles and bravely decide to sacrifice your life by smashing your jet into the monster's mouth. In the 10 seconds before you become a hero, Dave, sell us on this movie. (laughs) The Power Rangers play pretend Pacific Rim while some bored soap opera actors stand around on bad sets. Five Five seconds, seconds. yeah, wow. wow. And the soap opera, bored soap operas, (laughs) yeah, that's the acting in this movie is atrocious. Yeah, that's spoiler alert. Yeah, well, the primary colors are very deep. Casey, just as I'm about to fly this jet into the mouth of the dragon creature thing, you step in front of it. You're actually on your way home carrying some groceries and remarkably oblivious. Okay, yeah, (laughs) definitely does. Yes, So, unfortunately, you're about to get turned into paste when I hit you with this jet and then force down the gullet of this dragon creature. In your last 10 seconds, sell us on this movie. The Power Rangers are in their early 40s and barely hanging on while CGI sea snakes attack the East Coast slash clean it up. 
seven seconds. seconds. I mean, some I mean, of those they... places looked better afterwards. Did they? The East Coast. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gross. East Coast. Gross. Oh, we both Shots called them fired. Power Rangers. I think that's the important part here. Yeah, yeah. They, they're like sad coping mechanism Power Rangers. <laughs> the whole movie. It's everybody's different. One yeah. guy like strives on guilt. You know, uh, the other two went to college and got real jobs, and these are the street power rangers that never left their hometown. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, can you maybe maneuver us, bot maneuver us through this plot, this bot plot in under two hours? Because this is really thick. All right. An oil rig drilling in the Atlantic Ocean awakens a dragon creature thing, and it heads towards the eastern seaboard with yeah. eyes that don't move. That's n- never. Thing. Yeah. The heroes of our film, a team of mech pilots in bright colors, roll out in their giant robots to fight the creature. They have names, but <laughs> the main dude's name is Red, and he's in the Red Pilot, so For fuck you. For once, nobody knows no. the names. Nobody it's knows. not just no. fucking me. It is Red, Blue, and Green. That's our three main characters. <laughs> Green and blue lose power and get stuck in the ocean, but Red Robot makes it to shore for a fist fight. Red Robot! <laughs> after, red Green Robot over. After beating the dragon, Red Pilot meets up with Green Pilot Bro and Blue Pilot Lady, but Red quickly gets arrested for disobeying an order when he chased the creature. Yeah, they were like they went to go shut down all of their mechs, and his resisted it and wasn't yeah, shut down. So Fuck you, I'm going to fight the dragon, which... Yep. Kind of makes sense, actually. And then ends up getting him locked up in a utility closet. Yeah. Wait, quick complaint. <laughs> the dragon never once talks like Sean Connery the whole movie. No. It's no. awful. Go on. So Red Pilot hangs out in his utility closet prison while the eyepatch major and general spend a while arguing about mostly nothing. Did anybody pay attention to the dialogue in that section? I'm holding up two fingers. No, you're not. Yeah. I'm holding up one. Yeah. No, they wanted to nuke everything. Well... The eye patch did. Eye patch man wanted a nuke, and like they had three conversations around. You're not yeah. gonna nuke a city. A second dragon appears, so the green and blue pilots bust red out of jail, and the scientists hook all of the pilots up with a new neural connection to their robots, so they can head out to fight the new creatures. Bust them out of jail with a hammer, and then use experimental software. Yeah, to mine link with their robots. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now they can fly, and it feels natural <laughs> as a human. Well, they know? can also fly. It. This is where they go, like into the Pacific Rim, closer to them neural linking in, but their robots aren't as big. And yes, they have jetpacks because size fucking jetpacks. Craft, it's the motion of the ocean. We learned the Atlantic that last ocean. week. When you can roll around and you can be quick and maneuverable, a smaller bot might work. Right? Yeah, that's true. Oh man, if that fucking spinny bot was in this, that would have been way and better. If Scrapper was in this, he would have kicked all of their fucking asses. I can't believe you remembered his name. That he I really love touched that your movie. heart. He, that, <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, that makes me happy. Good. Okay. That's what we're here for. All this right. is the shining. <laughs> these are the shining moments of shitty cinema. The more you Scrapper know. is Juice's waifu. <laughs> yes. Come see the softer side of Juice. <laughs> smells like bleach. <laughs> Come sometimes does. It's weird like that. The mechs finish off the second creature, but a third one quickly appears, threatening New York directly now. 
They learn about some swords and axes they've had the entire time, apparently. Yeah, but you'll find out in the middle of the battle. Even during the older uh, iterations of their robots? Maybe. They're not clear. At least as early as them getting the jetpacks. So they did a bunch of fighting the giant dragon thing. so Without using it right. Yeah. If my giant robot has a sword, you tell me about that. That's up front. That's a button talk. I was also big into the mallet, personally. Yeah, the mallet. We have a mallet robot, a sword robot, and an axe robot. Double sided axe. axe. It was. Yeah. I'm all no. I'm all about that axe. Yeah. Yeah. No um, base. When the dragon creature doesn't <laughs> immediately go down, our eye patch military villain calls in a nuclear strike on Manhattan. On Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like you know, nowhere big. It's basically the end of the first Avengers film. Yeah, he really wanted to fucking. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people. shops and nice houses. Red pilot catches the nuke, flies the bomb and creature into space. The nuke blows up in space with the creature, and Red Pilot falls back to Earth to celebrate with his bros. Because he has a hard head. That's why the robot didn't kill him. Falling uh-huh. at more than like 20 Gs. I think falling at like more than 0.27 blood alcohol level. You know Honestly, that, that is fair. Injury probably saved. He his was life. drunk the whole fucking yeah. time. Let out some of the vodka. Red Red Pilot <laughs> definitely was drunk throughout this film. Indeed. And we're not just speculating here, guys. We no, need no, to be this specific. This is like on-screen. They thing. are drinking every time before they go and have to go do whatever big fucking battle they're about to fight. Red Pilot or Tommy, as I like to call him, <laughs> was drunk in almost every single fucking scene. Maybe no, because he still seemed like drunk when he kept talking to the guy in jail. No, I think what had happened is that we had that forty-five minute montage of him being in jail. And the problem being is that he was like, I need a fucking drink. I haven't had a drink in over 30 minutes. I'm going to fucking murder somebody. Yeah. He sobered up a bit in the utility closet, but then I assume he had a <laughs> bottle stashed in the cockpit of his robot. Right, but okay, or so in his prison pocket. So when he's, <laughs> in, when he's in the fucking utility closet, they make it seem like he's in there for a bunch of time, right? Because he moves, he does a bunch of different exercises, moves the cot around his, and they he's cut counting. scenes of him sitting, yeah, and writing. And so it makes it seem like Yelling. maybe he's in there for fucking days and then they come out and he's like i've been in here for four hours and we're like what the <laughs> fuck dude you we just watched your active. entire right. like we watched your whole trip dude right yeah uh, well i agree that's just kind of proves my point he was coming down and he was like i haven't had a drink i need a fucking drink right now yeah he's a fucking alcoholic or you know he's just trying to ride that train here's what you know i mean? learned <laughs> about the military i'm in, in from jail this movie. you want to be as high as you can be the whole time <laughs> Tommy the Red Ranger is the alpha. Hey guys, I got spiky hair and I'm a rule breaker. I've got an arm tattoo. No, he, Not a lot of them, just like two. He's supposed he's, he's to be a, the maverick. He's just an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, just yeah, yeah. the drunk, aggressive dude at the party. We're like, we would all be having fun if this guy wasn't fucking here right now. <laughs> Casey, he plays by his own rules. He's also like yeah, but, super derpy. You know, they said that he's the best pilot. Obviously, this man is also going to be a really good fighter. So anybody who stands up to him, he just kicks their ass. So you kind of can't tell him to leave. Everybody knows one really good drunk driver. And it's never <laughs> the guy that thinks he is. You know what I mean? It's like one of those like, I mean, I don't want to, but I'm going to. Like, honestly, he could do this no, professionally. I- I'm better at driving mechs with a buzz because I'm really, <laughs> I'm really careful because yeah. I know I gotta focus. Ten and two, ten and two, radio on eight. Speed metal. 
Okay. No, no, no. That's an important question. So you're driving one of these giant mechs. What do you listen to? Speed metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. What else do you listen to when you're driving a big fucking mech? Radar love. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that's never a wrong no. answer. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, so here's the thing with Radar Love. It's going to hit that fucking spot, and if you're in the middle of a fight, you're just going to black out into, like, the red zone <laughs> right. and right. go into Honestly, the, oh, no. that muscle memory hasn't f- killed me yet, so I'm going to keep using that button. Oh, does, I you know did mean? something. Does the mech have external speakers? Cause <laughs> <we do. laughs> no, no, I don't no want to get them hyped, too. You know what I mean? That's for my ears only. Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> you want to be the only one? You want to blast like baby shark. So I was like, what the fuck? That's a savage attack strategy. Okay, so. I would tickle an MMA too. I'm over here listening to the Darude. This is is perfect. So let's cut to the scene, right? Casey is attacking this giant dragon that's attacking Mm -hmm. Manhattan. And inside of her robot, it's playing Radar Love. But outside, it's playing Baby Shark, which confuses the dragon. In the baby baby voice. And then she tickles it. Hell yeah, everything's ticklish. (laughs) Everyone's ticklish. I don't know that that's true. Oh, that's 100% true. As long as you have feelings, well, no, I mean, you can be tickled. That's the thing. He has scales. So what you have to do is you have to get underneath you the gotta scales. You got to get in there. You got to mm. penetrate you gotta get in and there. then tickle. Mm-mm. You got to get in the ribs. Remember, Green Falcon told us that his guns weren't <laughs> penetrating. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of euphemisms in this movie. <laughs> so, Dave, if you gotta, you want to penetrate him to tickle him, you got to work for it. But, Casey, so how else are you going to defeat this monster aside from your your tickling and baby shark distraction? No, that's about it. I okay. mean, obviously, he's going to like pee himself into submission and be embarrassed enough to like put his guard <laughs> down so I can slap him around a bit. But So, if you're the Red Ranger, I guess that makes me the Blue Ranger? No, that makes you the Green Ranger. I didn't see him hit that woman at all. <laughs> You'd be Mark, the Green Ranger. You're the Mark to his Tommy. You're the Debbie Downer of the group, Juice. I'm sorry. Every time they're like, hey, we just saved the world, you're always like, oh, well, I'm going to go to the funeral for like 100 dead bystanders because we accidentally like smushed people too. Yeah, the Green Ranger was mostly just an exposition machine in this movie. He was a creepy no, no, no. dude trying to push himself on Lisa. Or he was a... <laughs> the Blue Ranger. Let's just see you... Yeah, I'm sorry. She didn't really get a name in this movie, and we'll try not Tracy. to use it. them have names. It was Green, Tracy. red, blue. Yeah, but they but barely blue. used them. It was like, gray, right. blue, ring. Blue. Um, anyway, he's constantly trying to fuck the chick, while she, even though she's Blue Ranger, is fucking Red Ranger. Remember okay. that one time that we kissed? Let me disagree. Right. I have a different take on this. He is supposed to be the thoughtful character, and the insightful one, and the one that's deliberative, and emotive. He's just a pushover. But he comes, yeah, he comes over as a pushover and a cardboard box of a human being that is very disingenuous. So, so instead of going to this awesome free party with free booze and like an awesome band and like dancing and shit, he's like, I'm gonna go volunteer. Okay, nerd, it's Saturday night. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. We all know you're a saint. How can but you now, celebrate at a time like this? Right, and he's like, Ugh, I'm sober, and I'm going to go volunteer, <laughs> and then I'm going to stay sober. I'm, I'm going to volunteer sober the whole time. You're like, <laughs> what are you doing? You just saved the world this morning, and you're like, Ugh. 
And Red is constantly drinking. I mean, that did give us a really good scene, though, where there's like this party scene and everybody's having a good time. And then there's a war scene with dead people. And then it goes back to the party scene and people dancing. What the fuck? (laughs) This is the worst Tyler Durden layover of scenes I've ever seen. I'm offended that you thought that I was Debbie Downerbot. Well, that's who you were playing in this scenario. I wanted to pick your character. I wanted to play Bluebot. You wanted to be the hot chick? Yeah. You do you, Juice. <laughs> not only, though, are you a hot chick, you're the Blue Ranger, but you're a tough chick, and you're not like other girls. You say, like, bitches, and we start bar fights. Uh-huh. Really? Because the, the two scenes that she chick. drove her robot into, it broke down, and she had to be rescued yeah. both yeah. times. I don't know how... <laughs> I'm just really cute, and I race them for a living. Yeah, she had no actual purpose in this movie other than a romantic subplot that should not have been. And also a shade of blonde that should not have been either. Yeah. That seems right. Did it seem distracting? Like, yeah. am I being petty right don't now? Know. No, like, honestly, I think it was it, wrong. It was her hair, but it was wrong. I think it, it was also just the color of the movie in general. I was just about really to say that. Light. It was very similar to our film last week, Pacific Rim Uprising, where the color correction just, it really yeah. made people yeah. look weird. Okay. okay, yeah, because everybody did have a hard orange ring around their yeah. face. Whoever yeah. does in makeup <laughs> should have been fired everybody had a hard orange ring that stopped at the jawline. There was no blending into the neck. I don't know. I feel like it's only so far that you can go before you're hitting the hairline. And then when you put a UV light on it, it fucking like is accentuated where your sculpt begins. You kind of can't avoid it. Investigating a sex crime. Why are the UV lights involved? (laughs) No, it was the whole time that they were in their shitty fucking cockpits. It was like that was colored rope lighting that was was out by somebody's (laughs) hot tub on their porch. It's tiki themed. Yeah, that was the same one for each of them. They just clicked it over to like red lights. Okay, now you go in there. Right, right. <laughs> yep. It was it was some fucking ducting and some wires that they just sort oh of my God, loosely you... wrapped around there together. There was a screen you just blew behind my them and a screen. You just blew my mind, Dave. I thought they had three cardboard boxes with yeah. <laughs> no. the lights that they no. were, oh my God. No, there was one and they just swapped the colors because that's how LEDs were. The okay. Blue Ranger going through her IMDb page was actually in Westworld. I did not recognize it's the same person and I really like her in that. She's actually a pretty goddamn good actress. She is not in this. Has she no. ever been an adult actress? I didn't see that on the IMDb page. <laughs> no, there because was some. All of the women in this film felt like future adult film actors. Like, this is your last That's chance. That's kind of the vibe that the asylum goes for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah like, God, I really don't want to show my tits. Can we have one last hurrah before I have to show my yeah. tits to make rent? I mean, two other films by this studio are 18 year old version and barely legal. They, they have a, yeah, they have a market. Yeah, teen sex comedy. Pseudo porn. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. My mom won't buy me porn, but she also won't sit through this movie, so it's fine. <laughs> as long as they don't show tits in the first fifteen minutes, we're good. We're fine. Okay, we can't just talk about our three primary Power Rangers because we have a couple no. other characters in this movie. We have some notable mentions. Of, yeah, varying. I, we have to start, though, with the general. Another great actor who is not trying at all in this movie. The general <laughs> is not just in this cinematic gem. He's also in Die Hard. Die Hard with the a first vengeance. One, uh, the Green Mile. Yeah. I've never seen that, that movie. Um, really? It's great. Dances with Wolves. It's not. Unfortunately, yeah, no. I have seen that No movie. one that has actually ever good. stayed awake through that whole film, and that's a science <laughs> fact. And he's also in Maverick. 
Everybody yeah. loves fucking Mel Gibson. Mm. He, I don't know about everybody. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I I think less than more. Oh come on! I've fallen for crazier chicks. That's that's not a ringing endorsement. Not, yeah, <laughs> that's not something I'd brag about. I wouldn't put that on a Christmas I don't get card. Sued by Mel Gibson, so I'm gonna refrain <laughs> from the rest of that. So the general's arch nemesis in this movie was Patches, mm-hmm. this guy with a giant eye patch. It he was, was like mm-hmm. a lieutenant. He was a lieutenant asshole. I, I don't know what rank he was. They were both really just phoning it in until the final scene where it was just, can we wrap this up? Okay. Oh, it was tension all the way, baby. He was a huge (laughs) square of a human being. He was always clenching his teeth like he should wear his night teeth guard during the day, too, because he's going to grind them into nubs in about two hours. Yeah, but those were like his only character traits were eye patch and clenched jaw. I'm going to need both eyes, bro. Rude. And he was a victim of our next person, which was Dr. NASA woman, who was the only non-porn starry looking woman in the whole film. She was like really angular and sharp and yelly. (laughs) She looked like if Helen Hunt got left in the mold for a little too long. Oh, kind of like when you melt Barbie? Yeah. Okay, it's right just, on. Like everything's a little bit square and just long. And she's not fun either. Like she doesn't no. do one shot in this whole movie. No. She never goes to a bar. How are your coworkers going to take you seriously if you don't go get absolutely plastered with them At and then go back to once. work? No, she's just there to spout some scientific gobbledygook every once in a while. And when risk they... everyone's lives. Yeah. When they need to just talk up some new shit. She did cry at the very end randomly because they thought that Red died. Beyond just Dr. NASA woman, we already did a little griping about the construction of the sets of the inside of the mechs and how fucking cheaply they were produced. And it was just one color LED strip that changed color for the three different mechs. They look like shit. That really blew my mind. That's really the entire fucking (laughs) movie was shot on a budget set, which is Saying it kindly. I thought they bought 12 Roblites when they only bought six. (laughs) I feel like I was lied to. No, and they got their fucking money worth. We also mentioned that the jail was a utility closet. Yeah. Well, so there's actually a story behind that. Okay. This was originally supposed to be shot. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be shot on an actual naval base. Then the Navy read the script and didn't like their depiction <laughs> of the armed forces and took away their right. Sick so burn. they had to go to a private helicopter field and shoot it there and ended up rewriting the script nine times. Oh, my God. To accommodate the new shooting locations and the weather. Yeah, I can feel a oh nine time rewrite yeah. in that movie. I want to know the other eight iterations of this <laughs> film, to be honest. Yeah. Email them to Casey. No, you don't. I think this was them showing up day of going, what do we got? Utility closet? Okay, that's a jail cell now. Write something about a jail cell. <laughs> Use your imagination. And even the the background characters in it, they, they didn't get much for extras. So they would be like calling people and it would just be people sitting around tables. Looks like fucking having dinner. But it was supposed to be a call center. And... Or slumped over a bar pretending to be dead. Exactly. Yes, yes. No wounds on him. Just like everybody fell asleep. Because they're like, oh, we're uh... bored to death waiting for this monster to come kill us. Let's just... But the CGI was also fucking god-awful. It was terrible. The kaiju, you can tell, was just a stock model of like a dragon or some <laughs> shit they found somewhere. Some, like, All right, let's put some like wiring, the wiring movement on it, and then yeah. we can at least animate the arms and the legs and the torso. The few times we get the robots, they're pretty stiff. They don't do a whole lot. They throw the occasional punch, and then we cut to the inside where they shake the camera. And you just see the shitty set oh. shake around. Power Rangers oh. did it better. They 
had a they better did. sense of flair. These right. people just kind of like, oh. Amateur hour. Ugh. Come on. Yeah. Come on. We're on a float and it got bumpy. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was it's low budget. It was it real was, quick. Right. We've we've seen Asylum films before, haven't we, Dave? Uh, the other one we've seen is The Almighty Thor. Yeah. With oh, Richard Grieco, right. where okay. he is hard and on pills. Kevin Nash. <laughs> oh, yeah. The guy that wore a knee brace for yeah, half yeah, the, the movie. Yeah, the pro wrestler. They Kevin fucking to, Nash. They forgot to edit out Odin's knee brace. Casey, it's <laughs> another movie with a pro fucking wrestler. They're all over shitty cinema. <laughs> I think it's a it's a pandemic. It is a recurring theme. But this isn't about Kevin Nash and his awesome fucking knee brace. The Romans invented orthopedics, basically. <laughs> because of the gods, obviously. They, yeah. This is about Dave's poor decision to bring a fucking mockbuster. Yeah. Of Pacific Rim, From Atlantic a place Rim. that would hire Richard Grieco in like 2011. <laughs> the asylum is kind of cheating. Just a little. Kinda? Kind of? Right. I mean, if they wanted to release it even a month after it came out, yeah. then I would understand. <laughs> At least watch the movie you're parodying. <laughs> it's not even parodying, actually. It's just... No. Guessing? No. It's yeah. just trying to cast. No one right is guessing. guessing. I'm guessing? I, I, yeah, Sure. They're all in individual robots, and they end up having swords. Yeah. Okay, I kind of like the idea of just watching trailers and then writing a version of the movie that's low budget Listen, based on the trailer. They are not the first company to do this. Like, all of the scary movies started doing that, and they were just mock the mockbusters. A bunch of them were put out before the actual movies were put out. I did see, looking through the Asylum's <laughs> list of movies, they also made... 30,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which that's like 50% better. Honestly, (laughs) that's a heck of a deal. You know what? I hate that as a unit of measurement because I have no fucking clue. How fucking far is a league, god damn it? Every time I'm like, I don't know. How many potatoes is a horse? (laughs) Do I need 96 ounces of shampoo? (laughs) I don't know how much that is. Just say miles. And why do boats have a separate speed? You don't need knots. I, know, I know. Just miles per hour. And it who means one. would measure a horse in potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> we figured out it was over 7,000 potatoes equals a Clydesdale. I think That's it was important almost 7,000. No, no, I feel it was like... over. It's like 7,500 potatoes equals a, a Clydesdale. Was that by horse. weight or by nutritional value? By weight. <laughs> <laughs> it would by be a lot K-Cow? less by nutritionality. It was by... <laughs> I don't yeah, know how many how calories much, are there in a horse. How much starch is in a horse? <laughs> Probably not much. So they may not have had a lot of money to spend on special effects. So or they might sets, have, they or might have like, spent all their money on <laughs> <laughs> They might have spent all their money on B roll. Ooh, they have a lot of fucking that? B-roll. They did because have a they lot of B-roll. they own it forever. They can use it for other movies where they need people running around on a ship launching planes off of it. Or a bunch of crowded people on a beach. Or a bunch of people running in a city. <laughs> or military vehicles driving down the road. <laughs> hey. We got that B-roll. We got or that like B-roll. a mansion, but then all of a sudden fires and people 
crying. And then a mansion party again. Hey, <laughs> why are these two things related? Wait, wait. We're telling a story. I imagine them searching. All right, what's the keywords? Um, mansion, fire, people screaming. Mansion party, <laughs> mansion fire, party. people screaming. <laughs> Fire people! Fire I, people are screaming! Yeah. Yeah. Fire people are, are screaming! It's wait terrifying! A minute. No, no, I I really just want to type random things into a stock footage generator <laughs> and then write a movie based on what I get. Oh, maybe that's how they did this. That's what I'm saying. Dave? You know, they've just got a huge library. They hit the shuffle button. <laughs> it spits out like 18 stock video clips. And look, okay, we got to use these. Okay. Go. So we're going to have this scene at a warehouse so but crying woman eating salad in warehouse <laughs> and that's also where they get all of their reaction shots oh my because God. this is one half reaction shots of just people going oh no that? that's it it's all in elaborate whose line is it anyways gag <laughs> Yeah, Drew Carey is the head of Asylum <laughs> Pictures, and he's just like, all right, you got to make a ripoff of Pacific Rim <laughs> using a warehouse, a utility closet, and a lady eating a salad. One with the most votes gets the most points, and the points mean nothing. So... Good luck and Godspeed. Atlantic Rim does have bad sets and bad CGI and bad fucking acting. And great B-roll. And great B-roll. The worst part of all of the bad CGI is that the kaiju in this is, as Dave said, stock and basic as fuck. He's it so looks like a high school boring. project. Yeah, literally <laughs> someone bad. 3D scanned an action figure of a dinosaur and then stretched out the proportions a little bit. No, someone took the animation from the Mahjong game on their dad's computer <laughs> and then made it terrorize Manhattan and New Orleans and somewhere else shitty on the East Coast. It's Charleston. Off. Oh, fuck Charleston. <laughs> Say New Orleans. Fuck Charleston. Sorry, Charleston, but you know why. Um, <laughs> it just looks like a bad gambling game animation. It is a bad gambling. <laughs> I've seen worse. All of the slot machines I've visited in the last two years have way better fucking graphics. That's a slot machine. I think you're right. Come it does on. look like a fucking slot machine dragon. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't need to but be But worse. Good. It, as Jay mentioned, its eyes never move no. at all. It's just a static model. <laughs> that oh, kind of. Oh. oh, my God. Do you know what it is? It's a Shen Yun animation. Oh, no. Oh. It's a cult. It might be. My favorite feature of the kaiju in this movie is that we never actually get to see it damaging anything. It's no, always no. just kind of flopping on right the there. other side of a building from us, and then we cut and see a hole in no, the building so yeah we, there was one time we got to see it slice into a building there was one time or two times that it actually stepped on somebody yeah but that's yeah. really easy to fake yeah, like, that was the easiest yeah. way to fake right it. well there was one really good one where he stepped on him and then uh, when his feet went up you saw a body hanging from the bottom of its foot like okay gross I don't know that that was really good. It was mediocre. If they weren't even strong monsters. There was just like four of them. You know, the CGI was terrible. Do you think it would have been better or worse to do the bad CGI? Or, once again, drunks in rubber suits? I'm, I'm, I'm partial to drunks in rubber suits. I'm with I know you, what Jay. you're partial to. Totally. And I know what we all love in our childhood. But if we were trying to make 
this a more serious movie? Well, I think, okay, for the fact that this is 2013, give me a good mix. Especially when it's going to be hard ooh, to do ooh, drunks and giant media. suits. Okay. Yeah, when, when they're flying. You can't really do that. So we have some of that kind of be CGI, but then they're fighting the big kaiju that are drunks and giant suits. Juice, I appreciate your creative direction there. I think that's a yeah. great idea. That would have actually improved this fucking shit pile. You, you got to work with what you got. You're marrying past and present tense right then. Oh. I really love that. I'll support a mix of CGI and puppetry. I don't know about a mix of CGI and guy in rubber suit still, though. Dave, ye of little faith. Think of C-3PO. And that was the... 80s. Yeah, but C-3PO wasn't like the size of a building. Like for no, modern you just creature the, design. You just make the building smaller, Dave. Jesus Christ. I didn't. I'm they not, don't actually I'm have really robots. Big Man Japan. Were <laughs> right. you even watching? This isn't a documentary, Dave. <laughs> I'm familiar with how <laughs> they make the process. a film podcast, not a documentary podcast. My point is that for the creature design you tend to see in modern big movies uh-huh. like this you can't really fit a guy in that suit you need a puppet if anything and i don't want to see it go backwards to a format to where you can fit a person in it okay well you're wrong next <laughs> <laughs> i want to see a drunk guy in it i want to see a drunk guy with mismatched eye holes the drunk guy in okay it. okay okay well, what if we get a little person can we meet in the middle somewhere i want to be the little person no <laughs> We can't meet in the middle. All right. So nobody liked the CGI this week. We can see how it compares against a rubber suit next week. In the meantime, though, Casey, now that you've sat through 2013's Atlantic Rim, would you watch it again? Wow. Uh, This movie had a lot to offer and not offer. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the bad makeup artistry in this film the orange ring around everybody's face mm-hmm. the like super not blended eyeshadow hard hard eyeliner um that's what she said yeah <laughs> there's a lot of people that were slightly less good at doing makeup than me and that's not a compliment because i'm not good at it but also after the red ranger kills the monster the first time the Green Ranger is like, oh my God, this guy's looking for his teenage daughter. I guess she's like a tween. She's 12 years old. So he somehow escapes police. I mean, though, they're all standing right there and goes to help this guy find his daughter. And he's real fucking creepy about it from the get-go. He goes into a bar, exactly where you would should not find a 12-year-old, is carrying a gun, fully loaded, and like pointing around like, hey, Alexandra. Hey, just come on out. Maybe we can just talk about it. I'm not the aggressor right now. Holding a fucking gun. He finally finds a little girl behind the bar. And he's like, okay, she doesn't want to get in my van. She's kind of resisting. He's like, listen, if you don't hurry up, we're all going to fucking die in here. So have you ever played piggyback ride? I mean, it is burning. Yeah, I mean, just like knock her out and carry her out. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have time to reason oh. with you. You're a tween. Oh, all right, so you can't so reason with them. You just knock the kid out and carry it out. Yeah, you put a whole lot extra on him in this scene, <laughs> and your justification okay. is that he should have just clubbed her. <laughs> Club her and go. It's also about you too. But listen. <laughs> so you've given a really yes, long explanation. So yes, you would watch it. Again, <laughs> sorry, sorry, or... sorry, sorry. This movie 
had the worst fucking action and the worst special effects. I'm gonna have to say yes. I would watch this movie what? again. Watch twist. I wow. hate that I would, but it's something I can be doing something else while watching and just look in and be like, God, this is so fucking <laughs> stupid. So, Juice Atlantic Rim, would you watch it again? I literally cannot believe that you would not watch Pacific Rim Uprising 2 again. No, it was offensive. But you <laughs> would sit down and watch Atlantic Rim. Yeah, this wasn't offensive? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I had no expectations going in. No, I did not like this film. Pacific <laughs> Rim had some really good CGI and the, the story was yeah, dumb. Fuck you, fucking CGI. This had some really bad CGI <laughs> yeah. and the story was dumber. Yeah. I just don't want it. I don't want it. So no, I'm not going to sit down and watch Atlantic Rim again. Okay. I feel like you didn't give us any reason, but go on. <laughs> you didn't give me any reason for not watching Pacific Rim. So Jay, are you going to sit down and watch Atlantic Rim again? My absolute favorite part of the movie is the interaction between the general and Patches. Uh-huh. Because they the general just half-heartedly... Like, there for a paycheck, stands sort of stiffly and half-heartedly, <laughs> fucking gives his lines, and there's this, like, supposed tension between the two that doesn't exist at all between the actors. It's fucking golden. It's golden. And the cheap sets are my jam. The, the fucking mechs aren't used at all. There's no action. The, yeah. the shitty CGI kaiju, though, this is what I'm here for. This is fucking cardboard kaiju. I wanted some fun kaiju. If they would have had that, I probably would have overlooked the rest of the trash. In fact, it would have it would have been great. But they were but all the, the same. But the fact that they had shit kaiju with unmoving eyes that were just awful. <laughs> no, it, it fucking, this is, I'm here for the kaiju. It didn't deliver on the kaiju. So no juice. I will not watch Atlanta Grimm again. High five. Time out. While I support your decision, yes, you have watched this before. Well, okay, yeah. You didn't know you watched this before because (laughs) I didn't know I watched this before until I saw the (laughs) opening scene. I'm like, oh my God, I've seen this before. Jay's like, really? I I had norovirus at the time. Jay was like out of commission. He was basically (laughs) a zombie, but I was always like, Oh no, I kept walking in and out of this movie. I would stay as long as I could stand. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go clean the house. I'll I'm see you later. I'm going to go subject my sick husband to sit here and watch this. It put him to point. sleep. It kept him asleep. Every time he tried to open his eyes and follow the movie, he's like, this is awesome. Uh, so maybe, okay, all right, good point. I rescind my recommendation. If you are sick, then I would watch it. Do you have insomnia? You should pop this fucker out. No, honestly, I understand. I would that. watch it again. It's like, I always have to watch The Price is Right every time I'm sick. <laughs> this yeah. is another good movie that would fill that void. Do you there have you an go. immunodeficiency virus? <laughs> Are you out of Price is Right? Well, Dave, after that hodgepodge of recommendations, the question comes down to you. You brought Atlantic Rim. Would you watch it again? I did. And look, this is not my first Asylum film. <laughs> No, it's will it be your probably last? not brag. my third or fourth asylum <laughs> film. They're what I call vacuuming movies, you know, because you can put it on when you're right. vacuuming the apartment, and it doesn't matter that you can't hear wow, the TV. That's harsh. Nothing they're saying matters. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but honest, right? And it's fine. And whichever bits of dialogue you happen to catch are are fine. But 
The problem is when the vacuum movies do get to some action scene, the action at least needs to be interesting to see. Right. And mm-hmm. it's really not in this movie. The CGI oh. is just not good enough. No, it's slot. The creature slot looks like CGI. shit. Yeah. I've seen slot machines with better scenes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, no, definitely. So no, I'm not gonna watch Atlantic Rim again. However, I might watch the trailer for the sequel, and it looks like <laughs> if they got any better on it, I might check uh, it out. It came out in 2018. I'd be right. down for watching the sequel. Five years newer, so like obviously, I even though I wouldn't watch it again, I haven't learned my lesson. Well, Cinemites. The verdict is in. Barring anybody getting coronavirus and it being subjected <laughs> to watching this film, only one of us agreed to sit down and watch it again. Our I'm lovely Casey. The rest of us have agreed that we are not quite as nasty as little Casey over here. Well, Jay, hopefully next week you can outdo the terribleness that Dave brought us. What are you going to do for us? Ooh, okay, so if we're going to do a kaiju month, it's not a kaiju month without a fucking Godzilla film. And a yes. fucking man. And so there were a lot of choices because so, so much, so much of so Godzilla, Godzilla, right, is just used mo- footage Godzilla from Destroy All Monsters is, over and over again. He's our lizard Van Dam. He's got a deep library. So I went back to 1994 yes. to grab Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. No fucking And we're going to get way. guys in rubber suits. It looks like it's filming in the fucking 70s. But it's from the 90s. It's beautiful. We are going to have a goddamn blast. It's with an this. art house film. We're all going to smoke clove cigarettes. And <laughs> you know what? I think, Dave, beanies. you might be right. Going back to when we were in rubber suits might be a bad idea. Right? We're well, going to find out next we'll week. We'll see. We'll see. Well, guys, thanks for spending quality time with us. Follow us on social media Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and that's PPL. Or check out the Patreon page at patreon.com slash cinema. Now let's turn out the lights, dive too deep, and go start a fight with a fucking mermaid. Oh. <laughs>